friends, welcome to episode number five of Woso Wine Up with me, Brianna Roby Arkenberg, and my badass co-host, Massey Bowie. Hey, Massey, how you doing? Hi, I'm well, you know, just uh, dealing with COVID and um, oh. existing in, in the world of Colorado where there's snow and then it's, you know, 70 degrees. It's great. That sounds a lot like Louisville. Awesome. <laughs> Our guest today is Jillian Fisher. Hi, Jillian. Hello. I was trying so hard not to laugh when you just said just existing. Because <laughs> I'm like, I didn't feel you. I know, right? <laughs> Ugh, that's just life in 2020 and probably part of 2021 too, sadly. Right. I've, I've yeah, had this big problem where I say it's the year 2020 and I'm like, wait, we're not that far into the future yet. It no, feels somebody- like we are. Somebody pointed out to me the other day that we are only three months away from March 2021. And I was like, yo, I have not processed March 2020 yet. We cannot be that close to March 2021. That's ridiculous. This is not allowed. Absolutely not. Please pause. Um, Where's where's Doc and Marty McFly? Let me go back to the future. (laughs) Jesus. Wow, we can use them right now. (laughs) All those time travelers ways to cope through this 2020. Um, what are we all drinking tonight? I mean, I'll start because I'm drinking a Mai Tai because I apparently <laughs> want it to not be 20 degrees out and snow on the ground. So I decided to go the tropical route to take myself to warmer weather mentally. <laughs> that is I absolutely that. fantastic. I, I salute and applaud you for that. Um, I... Um, embracing this weather that we're having and I'm having a hot chocolate with a dash and by dash I mean a copious amount of Baileys um, you measure that with your heart girl you measure it with your heart <laughs> and I don't have a Grinch heart my heart is the size of the Grinch after he saves Cindy Lou Who um, so so there's a lot of uh, Baileys and then I also found my um Instead of what I'm drinking, I'm also eating Bailey's filled chocolates. So, oh, so good. Y'all should I'm be so jealous. jealous. Brianna, what yeah, are you that drinking? I'm really good. <laughs> I am having some chai tea. <laughs> I'm doing my uh, my mom thing tonight because I still have to make dinner and take care of kids. Uh, so I'll have my my drink later. But right now, I'm having some chai tea. Keep it warm, you know. I love chai tea. I actually, weirdly, funny story. I was in Breckenridge last week and I had a chai tea chocolate, um, from this cute little place called cashmere and chocolate. Um, mm. if you're ever in Breckenridge, check them out. Cause it was so delicious. And that made me think of you. Think of it. You yeah. thought it made me think of that. <laughs> Clearly I've already had a little bit of Bailey's. I'm going to say, how much Bailey's did you put in there? <laughs> Uh, three times the size of my heart. Yes. Smart move. Smart move. Oh, goodness. So Jillian, um, thank you for being on the, on the podcast today. And then I just kind of want to let, tell everyone kind of who you are, how you came to be in the world. Okay. Maybe not that, but. I was going to say, well, started in 1989. Greatest year to be born ever. Just saying. Um, Sorry, Brianna, I know you're not born in 1989, but the cool kids are. All the cool kids. All the cool kids are. Such an old Um, lady. So you and I became friends recently. Yeah. Weirdly, oddly. Um, So we'll talk about that. But how did you get into 
being a fan of women's soccer? Like what was your gateway drug to women's soccer? Well, I think it started with, I grew up playing soccer. Like I was very, very competitive. I was a goalie, uh, probably until about high school. And I, like, I played on the like Olympic development team. I was really, really into it. Yeah, girl. Yeah. ODP. I grew up, yeah. ODP, you know. Did you play with anyone that's currently in like the NWSL or the you national team? You know what? I should probably look that up. Cause like, we're starting to get a little older now, you know, like I'm starting to be like, woof, like these people, when I look at like some of the kids that play now, I'm like, oh my God, I am officially old. Right. <laughs> um, I, I'd have to look because, so I was Pennsylvania, Delaware area. So all of my stuff was really regional to Pennsylvania, Delaware. So maybe, maybe Carly Lloyd would have been thrown in there. Cause I played, when I played, I played with the under 86 team because there wasn't an under 80, like under 86 was the only way I could get in. Right. So there was a chance. Cause I mean, Carly Lloyd was the New Jersey area. So I'd have to Who see actually. Pennsylvania? Who else is from that area? Is that like where Alyssa Nair and, um, Kriegs are from. I have to look it up. I'm not a hundred. I have. You know what's so crazy? I haven't looked that up for some. Maybe because I want to see. Like, oh, I had potential. I didn't have potential though. I really didn't. Like, honestly, if you were an, hey, if you were an ODP, you had some potential. Let's get. Let's. I'm gonna toot your horn on that because if you were an you. ODP, you were you were pretty good. So. But also what happened was I went to one of the camps and I looked around and I was like, yo, I am not anywhere near these levels. Like there were, you could just, I could clearly see the difference where it was like, maybe if I kept going, it might've been different, but I just, there, there was a different level of talent. There just clearly was. Um, and it just started to become not fun for me because I started having really bad anxiety, you know, teenage girl stuff, which is an issue in women's sports in general. I think, you know, when all of that stuff happens in high school. It becomes very easy for girls and women to teenage girls to drop out of, of um, competitive sport. And I was one of those because it just got to be too much. Now I went to play other sports for fun, but so I kind of always followed soccer a little bit. It was never like, I, it took me some time, I think, to really get into the NWSL. And I started making content just about sports in general. So like you might have seen me at U.S. soccer games. I would go dressed as Wonder Woman because I just loved I loved dressing up. I loved being engaged. I loved being a fan. And I kind of got pigeonholed into hockey because like when you make videos on the Internet in any way, shape or form, you get pigeonholed really, really quickly. And that was never how it was supposed to be because I love hockey, but I, I do. But I always was interested in women's soccer. And once you start getting pigeonholed, it gets scary to make content outside of that because you have your advertisers, you have all these, you know, you have the NHL coming at you, NBC sports coming at you and you're like, crap, if I make a bad video, they're not going to come at me. And this is my paycheck. And you start to get scared. And then I finally said, screw this. I'm not, this is not what I want to do. I want to do what I want to do. So I started making NWSL videos finally after following it and just being like, this is what I love. I mean, I love other sports too. Don't get me wrong. I love hockey. I love all the sports I was making videos for, but it was just something that I felt like was not true to who I am to not do other sports. Right. So I just, start, I just started doing it is the, the simplest way to say it. That's awesome. Yay. Good for you. Yay. <laughs> right? Proud yeah. of you for doing the, the soccer stuff and, and getting back to what you love. And cause I know that like we've talked about how you're yeah. a big hockey fan and mm-hmm. I, don't 
don't know much about hockey. The Abs are here in Denver and the Predators are in Nashville. Good job. You know what? That's all you need to know. You did a good job. Also, you, know, the Car- <laughs> you need to know the Carolina Hurricanes. They're another really I, cool game. I know them because of that badass jersey you got and right? you had on the other day. If you haven't <laughs> seen this picture of Jillian, check out her social media. It's there. Um, but I think the first time like I interacted with you was – the challenge like the summer challenge cup when you yes. made that video with gal pal sports <laughs> oh um, they're amazing i love them i know they are so great um we should do one with both of y'all at some point we'll have to yes. we'll do a round we've got to do a round table at some point yes. with all these people oh, yeah. um That'd be great. but you did this video and it was <laughs> it was so funny i literally i've watched it so many times i've laughed so hard <laughs> That makes and I think me so I, happy. I love hearing that. I know. Well, I think I DM'd you and I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is brilliant. Thank you for doing this. <laughs> I started following you yeah. and you started following me, but you started following me on the NWSL fall curse when we did the fall series. Oh, uh, okay. That, <laughs> that tracks. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> that tracks. So I was behind, for those of you who didn't know, I was behind the NWSL fall curse um, yeah. Twitter account and and the <laughs> that's how I met a lot of people, which is really yeah. funny. But Jillian particularly. And then I was like, okay, well, we need to be friends. And so we were like yeah. DMing on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And then finally I was like, or you were like, just text me. This is way too hard. <laughs> because I, on my DMs get so messy because I still do oh, get lots of like, creepy things. I'm like, you know what? If anybody, <laughs> that's what happens. I'm like, you know what? People that I like, I'm like, just please just text me. This is way easier. <laughs> right. And I was like, okay, this works better. And and it's worked out for us well. Um, yeah. Jillian was also, did an Instagram live with me prior to the expansion draft and we did like the first five or so and maybe the first round of picks you were on there with me and we Mm -hmm. freaked out about that but that's how I know you very it was a very stressful time oh my gosh and I was drunk so like (laughs) stressed and drunk and the only way to be though the only way to be in those moments it's it's true I mean absolutely yeah no so you played ODP and then you were like, mm, not for me. I don't want to be this competitive about it. Anxiety. You know what? Looking stuff. back though, like I wish I could have stayed with it because like I yeah. am a very competitive person. And I, I think about a lot of other women who gave up because of external forces that maybe men's sports or men in sports or, you know, teenage boys in sports don't face. And I think that just sucks. Um, mm-hmm. Cause it's just, it's just, it, I think it would have been fun to, even if I never made it to the the national team, because like clearly it's a very small select group of people who make that. Just like if I, who knows, maybe I could have been in the NWSL when it was for, you know, that would you have mean been amazing. WPS? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> We're that old. We are that old. Oh, stop it. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, I was, I was reading up on one of our future guests and I was like, oh, she was in the WPS and not the NWSL. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Dang. yeah she's I mean like but that's that's talent for you but yeah. that's so funny I mean I I'm in the same boat I wish I'd yeah. stuck with it because you know you don't know you never know and like you don't know what would have happened like how your skills would have developed because when you are you know 14 15 you're still developing mm-hmm. um so it's tough to say what was like hope solo right she played didn't she play another sport for like she played all- basketball all yeah. through high school? I think exactly. too. Like so, <laughs> I'm sorry, many, that's so how, badass. But how many? How many young 
athletes burn out at a young age because they just can't, you know, I had played honestly, uh, since I could remember, yeah. Cause I, I don't know about you, but I started playing the moment I could walk was I was kicking a ball. That's what I was doing. And right. it just got to be a lot. And it was because also I was a goalie. So there wasn't a lot of goalies around and, you know, I, I switched travel teams and it was this big controversy. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like it was a big oh thing. Gosh. Yeah. I switched travel teams and I went to a rival travel team cause oh. they were better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did that. Cause I was a goalie and there wasn't a lot around. So there was just a lot of pressure and I was like, I'm too young for this pressure. <laughs> you know, well, like, yeah. <laughs> but if you don't know that that's what you want your career to be. Cause I feel like now kids are like, you know, think about like Sophia Smith. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Howe. They know that's their career, and they've been playing since they were, you know, seven and eight. But they were born in like the two thousands. So ah. I mean, we were we were already like by the time they were able to start playing, all of us were in like high school or college. So it's yeah. like you mm-hmm. and it, and we didn't, you know, not saying that we as growing up didn't have a lot of women's sports to look to, but let's face it, we didn't. And, and we didn't have break. the potential careers to look to. Like it was really, really difficult. And not that, and you know what? I give so much credit to all those women who were like you, if you've never been in that situation to know what it's like mm-hmm. to be a groundbreaker, it's so easy to be like, screw this. Like I can't, you know, I'm too stressed. I'm too tired. I'm too overwhelmed. And you just back out because there's no other way to do it. Like I, I'm so thankful to all those women because now girls who are growing up today can be like, shit, I could be. I could be an NWSL player. Like how cool is that? That they can grow up and think that. And Mm -hmm. I know the salaries aren't, aren't comparable and still we, there's so much room to grow, but like they can look at that and see a league that feels pretty stable despite Mm -hmm. what everyone wants to freak out about. It still feels, I mean, it's backed by us soccer. So it's like, you know, we could, we could go on and on about all of these things, but it feels stable to the outside. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. Well, it's, I mean, but even if you don't play here, there's leagues in Europe and leagues overseas that are stable and that are, you know, put the time and the money and the facilities into, and you're starting to see that with, you know, racing Lou and, and the other potentials, you know, Angel City and um, I love your. <laughs> I, we need to talk about that at some point. We just have to. We will. We will. We have. We have. We'll talk about that in the end of the cell news. We'll mention all that fun stuff. Not that. Okay. I disclaimer. Massey does not hate Angel City. I just am like your your video summed it up. Like, leave us alone. Let us have our moment. Just stop exactly. for, for for a few minutes. Just stop. You know, like let us get through the draft. Yeah. Just let us just have you, a no, not even just the draft. A whole season? Just, the draft. Yeah, a season? just give you yeah. the season. Like or like give you like your at least your inaugural home opener. Like one moment just to like celebrate your your right. home Girl, opener. You know how I feel about this. You know how oh, I feel. I know. And <laughs> Brianna knows too. There's been several like yelling site text messages about it. And by yelling I mean all caps. Abs, yeah. Oh yeah. All caps with lots of exclamation and you know, key smashing. <laughs> but whoops um but yeah like you've we I think it's so cool now and I love that you know you did ODP for me like I will say I was a, I was a basketballer I played basketball which is hilarious because um I know I've said it before I'm 5'1 on a good day on a good, on a day. good day but I thought I was gonna be in the WNBA I was like I'm gonna be Lisa Leslie like that was who I wanted to be growing up and I'm like <laughs> And then Mia Hamm came along and I was like, oh, that's cool. And I like, I loved Mia Hamm. Well, you know, what girl that played sports in the nine, like the oh. late nineties 
early 2000s did not love Mia Hamm. Yeah. But but I'm just saying, like, it's so funny because, like, the WNBA was all we really had as girls growing up. And then you had the 99ers, which was great on the international level, but there wasn't a ton of, like, there wasn't really a league for them. I think anyone that did play professionally at that point was playing overseas. And there wasn't social media at the time. I feel like without social media, you don't see this momentum. You just absolutely don't because the gatekeeping, you can't gatekeep people's interest on a platform where you can spread it however you'd like. So I mean, there's a downside to that, of course, but the upside is that kind of gatekeeping goes away. And, and yeah, like the only thing you had was like sports illustrated and sports illustrated kids, which they did very few profiles on women. I would have to go back and look at all my parents. I think just got rid of all of my issues of that because they're moving to Scotland. So, Oh, what? Yeah. So yeah, they're in Scotland right now. They're at their, um, their cottage or whatever. Um, they're there for like two and a half weeks and they're coming back for Christmas, I think. And then moving in like the beginning of January. So So they're going to live in a cottage in Scotland. Is that where they're retiring? No, they work for um, this organization called Young Life. So they um, are working and running a camp there. So um, a Young Life International camp, which is so cool. And like, I'm so proud of my parents. I'm like, go mom and dad. That's amazing to be moving to Scotland. That's awesome. Yeah. So they'll be there for like three to five years, which is like insane. But I'm like, okay, can COVID be done so I can go visit and not have to quarantine for my entire trip? (laughs) Jeez. Um, but Wouldn't yeah, it be nice? Yeah, no, but Sports Illustrated Kids, I think I remember there being like a profile on the WNBA every every couple of issues. And then when the 99ers, you know, that was the first like women's sports stuff that I, I remember hearing about other than like the Olympics in like 96. Yeah. yeah. Because Same. I watched the torch be run and a woman was running the torch when I, we watched it um like outside yeah no so cool um thanks mom and dad for taking me Mm -hmm. to a bar to watch that um (laughs) your parents sound really cool to be honest with you (laughs) my my parents are really cool I will say they um they got me in sports young I you know was playing soccer and softball like four and wow yeah craziness but yeah I (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> go sports team yes go women yeah, in sports yeah speaking of the women in sports like I think it's really important and um I'm really glad that you brought up like the fact that a lot of girls um kind of get almost pushed out of sports um because of like the stigma around things and the the just the way things are for girls in high school I think that's something that needs to be talked about more so I'm really glad that you brought that up because it, it it didn't necessarily happen. It did kind of happen to me. I was a cheerleader <laughs> and I was on the dance team. So it wasn't like a team sport in the same sense, but, but it happened to me. I quit doing those things in high school. Um, and I didn't really think about how many of like other girls that I knew that the same things happened to, and that it's like a thing. Like yeah. I, I didn't realize that until you said that. So that needs to be talked about more. (laughs) Well, even just like, if you think about getting your period when you are that age, like, I don't know about you guys, but it was not a fun time for me. Like I was physically ill. Are you kidding me? It was the most fun thing in the world. I I couldn't wait for it. I was so excited. I was so excited. 
I mean, one, they build the anxiety around it your entire oh. life, pretty much. Oh. And then it happens. And like, for again, for me, I was physically ill and I never knew when yeah. I would go like six months without getting it. And then I would yeah. get it for a month straight. And like, just that alone was stressful for me. And I wasn't like when I didn't know what to do and trying to deal with the stress of like being the goalie and like the team needs you. And then also feeling like shit and, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and then also like, am I going to get my period today? Because it was so irregular and the embarrassment because there's the stigma around it was just such a mess. And like, there, I guarantee you so many girls dealt with that. Hi. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I mean, a hundred percent. Like I cheered and was a gymnast and ran track and cross country. I did. I yeah. was like that multi-sport kid that did yeah. everything. Um, because like I needed to, I couldn't sit still. They didn't, you know, they didn't know how to diagnose ADHD really. Yeah. I didn't have medicine yeah. for it. So it's like, let's put you in every sport imaginable and wear you out and see how that works. Yeah. You're, you're hyperactive, right? This is the normal way to treat it. Just go run until you collapse. <laughs> and then I was still talking a mile a minute afterwards. Yeah. Like didn't really oh, work out. You, like, then, your, your ADHD or ADHD oh, was pretty severe. Oh yeah. yeah. No, it's like they, I was diagnosed like in the mid nineties and didn't get put on stuff until like, the two early two thousands. So there was, you know, from kindergarten to like seventh grade, there was nothing to do yeah. <laughs> other than just stick me in a sport and let me run around. Oh, that's oh, rough. My poor teachers, my poor teachers are like, Massey is, you know, is such a delight, but she doesn't know when to be quiet. <laughs> I got a lot of those on my, on my, my, like your, when your parents have report cards, like when they would send home, the like progress the, reports. Progress yeah. Reports. yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh like, yeah speaks out of turn yes ma'am that was me yep yep uh yep that's pretty much pretty much sums it up um which is crazy so Jillian I have to ask yeah yeah I have to answer you do have to answer that's the requirement of this being on this podcast (laughs) okay I got it (laughs) this will segue into a segment that we like to call run with us Mm. um would you go to an open tryout for an NWSL team, i.e. racing Louisville? <laughs> Only if I told them I was coming beforehand just to record myself for comedy purposes. Then absolutely. And they were on board with it. Then absolutely. Yes. Because I, like I would to love to that. show everyone just how out of shape I am. Because like, listen, <laughs> I tried to put my wedding dress on from literally a year ago. I couldn't get it over my hips. Like, I, like that is the whole quarantine has taken on me. Thank yeah. you, 2020. Hello. I'm so glad it's not just me. No, I don't even care. Like, I, I, I was hard on myself at first, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck Listen, it. yeah, I don't even care. So, you know what? For comedy purposes, this would be even funnier now. So, like, if they were in on the joke, then absolutely i would a thousand percent do it because oh my gosh it might also motive i have been struggling to go to the gym recently just because i'm like eh, what's the point you know <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah yeah yes um so yeah i would i would do it i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't be good it'd be i'd probably vomit for sure <laughs> but yeah absolutely would you <laughs> would i um yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, right I mean, there. I'm thinking about it. No, like, I mean, yeah. I would love to just because I still, um, I mean, I'm not very good anymore, but I'm still really fast. Like, like yeah. I've, like, I hold records at my high school still and it's been, That's you good. know, 12, 13 years. Um, 
Uh, you know, not to toot my own horn, but toot, toot, toot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, I'm still fast, but like, I have zero ball control anymore. And I can just like run down and like, just kick it really awkwardly and try to see what happens and then run into the goalpost, like kind of like Forrest Gump, like run, Forrest, run, and then stop, Forrest, stop. Like they would There's have no to stopping. Have, no stopping like, happening. Just, get, just get me some of those, you know, like gym mats and just like, let me run like head on into it. <laughs> Um, I would yeah. actually like to see that. I would really enjoy to see that. We may have to do a video at some point where you and I like do soccer tryouts. Yeah. It's really funny. And yeah. just die, collectively die. Yeah. But no, because I want to actually work, I eventually work with uh, racing or the NWSL or, you know, U.S. soccer or I'd go overseas. I'd go work for Man City. No problem. Hey, Lucy Bronze. Just kidding. <laughs> Not kidding. Um, like, I'm totally being serious here. <laughs> I'm serious, but not serious. But what part am I not serious about? (laughs) Hey, Um, but yeah, no, like, I mean, I would, if, if I was in better shape, yes. Um, I also have had severe ankle injuries, so I just don't think it would be good for me to like, that's why I can't stop suddenly because my ankle will literally pop out of socket. Oh, gross. Very and then I'll, have gross. To, I'll have to pull one of those like, oh my gosh, this has never been. So you wouldn't believe it if you saw it. Like where I pop it back in the socket. Type nope. Thing. Nope. No, thank you. Yeah. So to answer your question, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brianna, what about you? Would you try out? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No hesitation. Stupid. I haven't played soccer since the eighth grade. Well, I take that back. I did. I played in like a co-ed rec league two years ago. And um, let's just say like, I'm a very competitive person. Same. But we played in this league to like have fun. But then like other people were really competitive on other teams. And it just made me mad. Like I was just angry and like cussing people out. That's, that's how I am. I can't do league stuff because that, because of that, like, Directly competitive. Yeah. I'm too competitive and my nature I played in college yeah. in a re- in like college rec league and I was the only girl on my team because you had to have a girl on your team, you know, mm-hmm. like which yep. I get, but you know, so I was the, the token girl. girl. But then they were like, Oh, well they didn't give us jerseys, so they're like, Oh, we'll just play shirts versus skins and my team was always skins, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so I'm running around in like a sports bra. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm a team player. I was like, I'm not going to run around with my like boobs flopping everywhere, but I'll, I'll run around in a sports bra. I'm, I'm down. Yeah, you know, why not? I was, I was 20 years old and was in like killer shape now. Not so much. No, thank you. I, I, as I've gotten older, I've stopped caring. Also, I'm married now, so I think that helps. Uh, I have just yeah. stopped caring. Like, that's probably not a, like not caring in the sense of like, oh, I don't care what I look like. But I'm like, oh, you don't think I, you don't, I'm not a size four anymore. Well, you can go screw yourself. Listen, <laughs> I like ice cream and I like to drink and I like French fries and pizza. What are you gonna do about it? Like, I've, but like, Suck it. yeah, yeah. That's, that's like, it. it took me a long time to get there, and mm-hmm. I, and you know, I mean. It's not easy, but I'm like, at this point, I'm like, yo, I don't, listen, if you don't want, listen, I, I'm a, I go home to my husband. I don't even care. Right. Right. So it's, it's, it is. But it's not but easy. It's not I, easy. But at 20, I was like, okay, I look good. Oh, and now no. I'm like, oh, no, no. And, and now I'm like, mm, 
Honestly, good for you at 20, because at 20, even if I was like a size two or zero, I'd probably have still would have been self-conscious. Like that's was, how bad yeah. it was. I was I doing Ironmans. Like I didn't care at that point. Like I cared less then than I do now, weirdly. Um, but I think that's because like, I, I know to care now, like in a sense that like I had zero filter, less, <laughs> less of a filter then than I do now, if that's, if that's possible. <laughs> I, had, I was actually going to say I would love to have met you at that time. Oh, God, no. I was awful. I was a horrible person. <laughs> I wasn't a horrible person. I was just – I did not care. I was uh, in it for uh, one person and one person only, and that was me. And then if I did was in it for someone else, it was probably like, okay, 2012, probably Katy Perry. I would be in it for her, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> or Hope Solo. Or Hope Solo. Let's, oh, yeah. Let's get, let's oh, get yeah. clear. Hope Solo, Yes. Yes. <laughs> Every time. And so, probably probably even for the sake of everyone who's listening, um, Michelle Betos. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't <miss> Absolutely. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but yeah, open trials. Yeah, let's talk about the open trials because I'd like to know like what your all's thoughts are on this. I think it's great. You know, getting to have like tap into on untapped talent like that's I think that's cool because uh Christy Holly said something about that I don't want to misquote him so I'm paraphrasing guys um you know he's excited to see talent that has kind of been overlooked because you know maybe they didn't make a national team so they're not being looked at on that level or or people that were on like practice teams for for other clubs or you know are playing in a different league that's not televised or that we don't get to hear about Mm -hmm. very often so I think I think that's super cool. And I, you know, maybe you'll see me there, guys. Just <laughs> if Jillian goes, I'll go. That's you know, so you gotta talk to them and see if they're down with me making a fool of myself. They may not want that spectacle with like, listen, I I, I respect that they're trying to be a team. Oh and yeah. Like, hey, we should do it for Angel yeah. City because they're not Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm Just kidding. Bad. I honestly feel bad because I have I have a lot of strong feelings about them and it's nothing against their fans but like I have I worked with a lady that reminds me so much of um is it uh, not Julie Fowdy um Julie Erman is that her name right Oh yeah 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 the and, CEO or whatever yeah, Yes and like she was such a fun lady f- to work for but also like there was a lot of stress. It was also a lot of stress because it's a, it was a startup. And like, it just reminds me so much of the startup culture that like when she uh, talked, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, because you're so inspired and you're so ready to work and you're just so excited about the product that you're working for, like women's soccer in general, but a, a startup is always stressful. And like, that's what people forget is like, you have to have mm-hmm. a very inspirational leader, but there is always mm-hmm. going to be drawbacks. Um, so, I mean, I hope that people don't have to go through like the startup feeling, but it is women's women's soccer, which we all know doesn't get the respect that it deserves. So there, I'm sure people will encounter that. So it's like, I feel bad because we constantly make fun of angel city, but at the same point, like I am excited for their fans and like, I feel bad for anybody. I feel bad if they feel like we're coming attacking them, but we're right. not. No, no, no. Yeah. We love the fan. Like yeah. any fan of women's soccer is like, that's not a like, complete jackass because there are some yeah. jackass fans in oh, yeah. any sport in any sport every sport yes every yeah. sport yeah. and I sport. don't appreciate them in, on any level but like if you're truly a fan of the game and the women's soccer and want to grow it like I'm all about that like yep. let's be mm-hmm. friends let's let's get drinks or let's go you know cheer on a team whatever but yeah. 
well, you know, like with the open tryouts for, for racing, I'm, I want to I wonder how many people are going to get. That's, that's what I want to know. I want to, cause I think it's going to be way more than they expect. You think so? I hope so. Yeah. It has to, I think that it will be, be. Like, what are, what are your thoughts, Brianna? I mean, you, you're there in Louisville. You, you know, like think of like the Academy players, like some of them yeah. might be able to try out cause they're, you know, pull a, pull a Mount yeah. Pew and just don't go to college forego the whole college experience and be a professional soccer player. Yeah. And I think that like, I have nothing against that. Um, I know I have a story. It's about men's team, but Louisville city had open tryouts and um, Kyle Smith um, tried out in the open tryouts for Louisville city. He now plays for Orlando city in the MLS and has been re-signed so to them cool. for three years. Like, that's insane. Like, know where it can take you. Like, it's a, such a great opportunity, not only for the players, but also for the team to find, like, these players that have this potential that other teams have overlooked. So you're telling me there's a chance. Just kidding. Yes. <laughs> for me, I mean, not for... No, I'm telling you there's a chance for you, yeah. No, there's 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 not a chance for me. <laughs> Unless they want me to be, like, the water girl, I will totally be the water girl. Oh, my gosh. Oh, absolutely. Imagine also, me being so cute as the water girl. Like, hey. hey. I think what's interesting, too, about this kind of stuff is that I think a lot of people – it's kind of like when you watch the gymnastics in the Olympics, where you're like, listen, if I just put like put in like a month's worth of energy, I'd be as good as them because they make it look so effortless. Right. So when you watch any professional athlete, they make it look easy. So I think if you, it'd be interesting to see, I'm just going to say that we're going to say me goes to these tryouts, like totally out of shape, hasn't played in years. It's just a good way to show people just how difficult this sport is and just the competition level that it's actually out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That'd be a great video. Should- yeah. Because okay. it's just interesting to me because it is very easy to sit back and be like, I could do that. Like I think Katie Nolan did a segment on it where with always late mm-hmm. um, where it was like, I could kick that. And she made the people that tweeted it, try to actually kick it. <laughs> and it's just that kind of concept where it's like, mm-hmm. I think people think, Oh, open tryouts. Psh, I could totally make that team. And it's like, but, but you can't, you suck really. <laughs> right. Like I would love to see, I feel like we need to like talk to them about doing a video. Like just yeah. to be like to all you people that say women's sports aren't hard and stuff like yeah. that. Like I know they've seen guys do it, but even girls, like even yeah. women that are like, because there are people out there that played, you know, in college or played in high school, you know, people like me, people like yep. you, Jillian, that are like, oh, I could still do it. I, if I went to an open trial, yeah. I'd be in perfect shape to do it. Like, I still, you know, if I still yeah. played in rec league, I'd be like, yeah, I could go do it. No, or they, I'm or not they, in that shape. I'm not at that level. I'm not at that pro level of sports. And I, even with the raw stuff that, like, yeah. let's just say I still was in perfect shape and I worked out every day during quarantine. <laughs> Clearly I didn't. (laughs) If I had, and I was in the, like some of the best shape of my life, I still would not be at the level that these world-class players are, because I think everyone in the NWSL is world-class because if you play a professional sport, you are a world-class athlete, in my opinion. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And that's the T. And that's what people don't get is that you're playing in a professional sport. There is still tons of competition to get to that spot. Yeah. It's not just because you try out doesn't mean you're going to make the team. I mean, we've all experienced that at some point, unless, you know, you're hope solo 
or someone who's currently on the national team who are, let's take Allie Krieger. She got cut from the national team for Mm -hmm. how many years, two years almost. And she's one of the best in the world and she Mm -hmm. still got cut. And granted, I think there's probably some politics behind that. Yes. But, but it's, it's still, you know, like you still think like that's someone who's so good and who's so talented and she still had to work twice as hard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. To get there. Like, um, does that make sense? Yes. All right. So we can just move on. So like we, we talked about open tryouts. Um, so let's move on to other NWSL news because there's like some little things that have been just happening here. And minor, there, you know? here I heard they were really small. Yeah. Like inconsequential. Inconsequential, you know, like moving a team to an entirely different city that the team has already technically been in. That's not, you know, That's not technically it's not the same. It's, it's yeah. And to everyone who's like, cause several people have, have missed, interpreted and misconstrued like what's actually happening so utah is basically picking up all of the contracts apparently are being picked up and being placed in kansas city which ironically was where what the team that folded in order for the utah royals to become a team it's it's just it's like some weird reverse uno type like slide to the left slide to the right (laughs) crisscross thank you katie sharp for that katie sharp shout out to you for coming up with that reference and helping my brain because i was trying to wrap my brain about what was happening i was like this isn't like the boston breakers folding this is this isn't like the north uh the new york fury west no western new york fury going to become the north carolina courage this is Mm -hmm. a completely different type this isn't kansas city folding to become the Utah Royals recent, like this is something completely different. It's just a whole, whole, whole other transaction. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, I am excited, but someone had mentioned about Utah coming back in the 2023 expansion draft. And I'm like, no, like, I don't want that to happen. Like you, I mean, if you get new ownership, you could have gotten new ownership. And this is where I'm going to bring in angel city. And I'm going to say, you know, like, what the fuck guys come yeah, on like what like for all your little owners that you had you couldn't have whipped out your black book or whatever you want to call it your rolodex and been like hey guys we're trying to grow the women's sport like we're so passionate about women's soccer there's this opportunity in utah mm-hmm. you should you should totally jump on board. it's already there like it's literally you just have to take your over the fan ownership. base is already there like they were doing so well like it's when you yeah. people talk about women's soccer, they always talk about like, oh, there's no fans. Like, shut up. Look at this. And then like, you would point to Utah. Utah. Yeah. yeah. Utah, exactly. Portland. Like, those yeah. are the two that you point two, out yeah. the most. Like, like, and it's insane. It's insane to me that like, and congratulations. But I'm going to, I'm going to like be, I'm going to, you know, spill some more tea. Sporting KC is not going to, they've not, they're not going to share their stadium with NWC. So they're going to actually have to play at a minor league baseball park. Which, oh my God! Which that's the thing. Lou City what? played at, at a US or um, at the stadium there, Slugger, C- whatever it's called. I forget the name of it, yeah. but they Slugger played Field, there, yeah. Slugger Field, and it works. And like Seattle plays at where the Mariners play or where they did. You know, like it's doable, but it's not. It's but not how same- rude is that? <laughs> like well, it's, it's just, just so fucking rude. Like I, you have things. Like why are you going to be like, no, we're too good for you. You can't play on our feel like no that is not okay it's just it blows my mind because I'm like come on you're you're moving it to the city that loves soccer that has like the potential like I'm sorry I 
I'm very happy, but I don't think that Kansas City deserves it because of that. Personally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that may be um, combative or be a, you know, like, people may not be happy with me for saying that. But at the same time, like, y'all have got to support each other. The men's team and the women's team go think about, okay, I'm trying to think where, like Portland, they go Portland. like the Timbers and the Thorns, like it, it works so well. And their fans are all so great. And they just, because they work together, they, ha- they play in the same stadium. Like it, I don't know. I just, I'm, I think it's going to be like that for racing too. Like, like yeah. I became an NWSL fan. Like I followed women's soccer before, you know, it was kind of, you know, I was into it. I love supporting women in sports and everything, but I wasn't like a like full on NWSL women's soccer fan until they announced racing. And then I was like all right. in and like, I was a Louisville city fan, but like now I'm kind of like, I'm kind of racing first now. Like I want to support the women, but like women soccer fans are going to come in. They're going to see this whole organization and what they're doing. And they're going to want to go to Louisville city games sometimes too, because they love soccer. Like the same thing would happen for, for KC. Like they can go back and forth. Like they can support each other. They can help each other with financials. It's like, not like, like that, but, but just, <laughs> not like internally, but like, it, with it's like not the same ownership. Stuff. It's not the same ownership. Um, because I think yeah. doesn't the MLS own, sporting or something or run or no that's that's uh real salt lake that's whole other thing but it it just it blows my mind it just blows my mind because it's like you have one shame on the ownership of sporting casey for not being like yes use our facilities like we have these great facilities let's do that Mm -hmm. and then shame on the angel city ownership (laughs) not really but like but I, no, I kind of have to say no, it. No, I'm angry about this. I am because they sit there and they tout it. They talk about how much they want to grow this game and how amazing women's sports are. And it's like, okay, then freaking show up. There's an entire league. Are you just going to be the Angel City players versus Angel City players? It's like freaking – I'm going to use an NHL um, reference here, but it's like when the NHL wants to do outdoor games and everyone jokes that they just want to play the Blackhawks for the Black versus the Blackhawks because it's, oh, it's marketable. It's like, no, are you actually going to show up when it matters? Right. This is what, this is when it matters. Right. That's, that's the thing. Like you have this, you have this opportunity to, to truly grow the game and to get a leg up on it. Like who says you can't own more than one team? Is there a rule in the NWSL rule book that says you can't own more than one team? I know that if you've got that many owners, quote unquote, yeah. that, mm-hmm. that you can <laughs> like, you can get more. It just, it just, it blows my yeah. mind because, and I have nothing against Angel City fans. I have nothing against the team so far. I just, I, I would love to have a conversation with the ownership and be like, what's the reasoning? Cause I'm sure they have a legitimate reason, but like take a back seat to, to everything else that's going on. The Nobby cells stop promoting yourself right now. That's correct. Mm-hmm. That's correct. the only thing I would say. Like you're, you're, well, no, they literally just promoted. What is it? David, Dave, David Dobrik and his, girl, he bought his girlfriend. He bought his girlfriend into the team. Like, they literally just showed that. <laughs> and it's like, Hey guys, there was an entire team that was without an owner. Like, come on. And I, yeah. and I know, I know he probably couldn't afford it just himself, but you see how many little mini owners there are. And that's, I get it. Maybe there's not as much of a local connection and they're more connected to the idea of LA having a team. But if you truly care about this sport, there's a whole other 
a whole other team and a whole other city. And I want to bring up JJ Watt because I know yes, his name is getting you. brought up. What happened? Because he initially expressed interest. Like, is there something going on behind the scenes that we're not seeing where, the, where, where they weren't allowing a sale to happen in Utah? Right. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. That's what I understand because, like, you, you have a team there. Like, you have a USL team, an MLS team, and an NWSL team. Clearly, it's the city for it. Clearly yeah. they have the the viewership, the fans, and the, you know, we want it to be there type thing. But you, you, you're you not doing, like, I, and granted, we don't know what's going on with J.J. Watt and him buying, but he did express interest. And is it because, like, his wife can't play there because she's under contract? Like, but who cares? If you want, if you're really wanting to grow the game, grow the game. And he like, sound, if you he sounded it. genuinely interested too. That's why I'm like, what the heck is happening? Because he was very vocal about it. And then when this all went down, something, he just stopped. And maybe, maybe there's something going on that we don't see with 2023. Like I know you were angry about 2023, but maybe there's something going on that we don't see. That's right. why I always like to try to try to put myself in the fact that like, I don't know everything. Right. Exactly. And I don't, and I can only go on what I'm seeing. And if someone who knows all these things wants to correct me and reach out and I will sign any NDA you need me to, but just yeah, so too. I can, just so I can like <laughs> understand because I, right. I don't want to say I'm like a, a big voice by any stretch of the imagination. I am not, but I mean, I, I talk to enough people to where people will come to me and be like, Hey, do you know what's going on? And I'm like, no, I'm not Meg Linehan. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does know everything now. Meg Linehan knows everything. Yes. Uh, she is our omnipotent, you know, Meg Linehan and Meg yeah. Linehaning the situation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Made it a verb. I appreciate that. I respect I did. it. I, Meg Linehan, you are now a verb. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, she hates us for it, I'm sure. I'm sure she does. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I mean, 20, okay, because we know 2021 is racing. 2022 is Angel City. 2023, granted, 2022 may see two teams. I think we might see two teams in 2022. 2023 I really don't want to see Utah. I like, and I'm not saying that in an asshole way. I'm saying it in a way that like, put it someplace it else. Be that way. It yeah. should, it shouldn't what, just be wait. a default to Utah because they had a team already. What happened to, was it San Francisco or that Sacramento? Sorry, Sacramento. Sacramento, they've been quiet. So I don't know if that's something that's going to happen. You know, usually, fall through. usually it's either fallen. It, that means that things happen or that they are not saying anything because they are gearing up to say something big. Big, Yeah. Um, I still would love to see Denver and that's not just cause I live here currently. Like I, Denver has, okay. Think about Denver. They've got an MLS team, an NBA team, an MLB team, an NHL team and an NFL team. You have five major sports teams here. Wait, MLS, NHL, MLB, NBA, NFL. Yeah. Five. Think about adding, think about adding a women's team. Like there's clear. And that's the thing. When they came to Denver, when the women's national team came to Denver, they sold out in like minutes at where the Rockies play. And I know that, and that's the thing you got to think of the talent coming out of Colorado too. Like, let's just pause there for a second. Sophia Smith, Jalen Howell to name two that are just on the national team, Mallory Pugh, Lindsay Horan, like you have literally a, like a theater into that Kristen Hamilton went to DU you know we don't like to talk about her but Jalen Hingle she was she was good as much as I don't like how she thinks and how she talks and how she acts whatever <laughs> like you know you're a bigot so whatever um 
But they have like they could have like a whole team of people from Colorado. I mean, they've got the Colorado well, and, and real Colorado. Different. It's it's just it's it's crazy because like you've got you've got this talent like you have literally academies already built for you with Real yeah. and Colorado Rush like you've got two solid girls team like girls competitive travel teams I don't know I just I I just like to I, I mean it's Denver it's where I live so of course I would love it to be here but even you know someplace like Austin or Dallas you know get another Texas team Texas is big you could have another Texas team easily mm-hmm. nashville nashville's got you know i want nashville so bad so, i would so, love so, nashville so just because i can go back because i used to live there and i could go back and it would be so much fun and i want it to be dolly parton and taylor swift and yeah, i want Mary Underwood. Yes, i want it all and i don't care how dumb i sound and how irrational <laughs> i sound i want it no we love this i Dolly Parton is holding up our society right now. So we don't deserve Dolly Parton. That's no, it. no, we, don't. we don't deserve Dolly Parton. Um, <laughs> but that was that's that's all the trade or the NWL like expansion news that I can handle for one day. Um, there was a pretty decent big trade that just happened today again, um, and that is that Taylor Smith returns to the North Carolina Courage and Allie Watt is going to OL Reign. So um, Allie Watt was one of the the college draft picks from this past college draft that we had. She was in the first round. I think she was number four pick, if I'm right. I think. I don't remember exactly. Um, And Taylor Smith is just a badass. She's awesome. I got to watch her play in uh, Utah earlier this year. But she's going back to North Carolina. Allie Watt is going to... Oh, Rain, I wonder what that means because it's, you know, trade windows open. I don't know what the trade window is going to do now because you've got Kansas City too. Like, yeah. there's just, there's so much. My brain just can't. It's a lot. It's a lot. Guys, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, it's so much. But, but this is good. And then um, also, I did see that Allie Riley is back in Orlando. She's back. Oh, really? When did this happen? I uh, I believe it was posted, like, today. (laughs) She posted on her Instagram. She said, the countdown has begun at Oral Pride at End of a Cell. Hashtag take two. Hashtag let's try this again. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag hashtag let's try this again. That's my favorite. (laughs) I know. I know. So that's interesting. So Allie Riley's back. So I'm wondering, are we going to see the return of some of the other short-term contract people to the NWSL for this preseason that starts like in January or February, maybe. I can't handle it. I I can't wrap my head around that right now. I seriously, I'm struggling. It's so fast. I know. I'm like, cause, cause guys, it it is officially, what's today? December 7th, 8th, 7th. Yes. 7th. No, it's December 7th. So literally in a month we'll be in January. It'll be 2021 in less than a month. No, I can't. No, I can't handle what it. What is I'm going done. on? Why? Vomit a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. 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 So, yeah. Well, because, like, wait, did anybody else think that we'd be, like, a little bit better off by December 7th, 2020? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, do you realize who's in charge of our country right now? Yeah. No. That, very, very true. Very I true. I think once January 20th hits, things are going to start looking, you know. I hope. It's going to be a bright, really bright, hope. sunshiny day. 
I really, really, really hope. Same. Yeah. Same though. Um, so yeah, so Allie Riley is back. Um, I actually, I got that on the fifth. Sorry. My bad. Um, I'm just going through some people. I have a, someone that feeds information to me sometimes, uh, cause I don't have time to go through Twitter, but <laughs> we, we did talk, I think, uh, last, did we talk about Kelly O'Hara with Lee? We did. Yeah. Kelly yeah. O'Hara is finally at Washington spirit. It's where she wants to be. Mm-hmm. Go Kelly O'Hara. Um, I mean, we all kind of saw it coming. We all were waiting yeah. for it. It was like, people were like, how did you know? I was like, well, she's talked about wanting to go to Washington for how long now? Yeah. Like, we know yeah. that you have people there that you um, have a home with and that you want to be there with. So yeah. I don't know why it, people it, were surprised. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, like the whole people are so surprised. I, I just like, how are you? How are you surprised by this? Like, are you living under a yeah. rock? <laughs> Come on now. I mean, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's kind of it with the, uh, with the trades and the NWSL that I can think of, which brings us to the women's national team news, which, uh, something happened at the Tottenham game. I don't know if anyone else heard about it. Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, not only did they have fans, that was exciting. That was, which is wild. It's a wild concept. That's truly exciting. Fans. What? What are those? What What are those? What are those? um sorry i couldn't help it um but alex morgan scored a goal what it was a penalty kick though i mean i mean okay here's the thing congratulate penalty kicks are hard duh um but like and it is her first goal tottenham which like yay but like i wish it had been like you know from the 18 yeah a little more epic a little more alex morgan yeah. And a little less meh. Like it's, a, it's a penalty kick. Like, if it you happens. don't score, you you are the jerk. Yeah. 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 Well, she didn't yeah. score one earlier, so she made up for that. And the fact that she didn't score one earlier in the yeah. season with them. Um, but yay, Alex Morgan. Also, Tobin Heath had another really fantastic goal um, for Man U. Rose mm-hmm. Lavelle's on crutches. Um, yeah, that's Man a sad City. One. I saw that picture today and I was like, not Rose. I think suddenly everyone's like, oh, so that's why U.S. Soccer limited her minutes. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Everyone complained about it, but at the same point, it's like, yeah, she, it was it, was it the hamstring? I think it is the hammy still. Yep. I think it's yeah. still hammy. Well, she got bumped in the hip, I think is what they said at practice before the national team game that they played. Where's the picture of Rosalind? Someone sent it to me and I'm like, where is this damn picture of her on her crutches? Cause I was like, no, not Rose. Not Rose. Yeah. It always makes me sad. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime she's, like, see her hurt. she's like, and this is going to sound really funny, but this is the only way I know how to describe it. She's like Dolly Parton and Betty White. Like we must protect them at all costs because yeah. like they're so yeah. precious to us. And like, I feel like Rose Lavelle is so, precious to us strictly because like she's Rose Lavelle. Like yeah, there's yeah. no like Betty White is Betty White. Like she's a national treasure. I think Rose Lavelle is a national treasure. We must protect her. Protect her at all costs. <laughs> um but yeah I think that's like the overseas international women's national yeah. team stuffs that I know. Um Rachel Daly yeah, had a birthday a yesterday. Happy birthday Rachel Daly. 
Happy birthday. Happy um, birthday, fellow bag. We, we love you, Rachel Daly. Um, uh, Brianna had a birthday and didn't tell me that it was her birthday. And I was like, you bitch. <laughs> I was like, what if I told you, I was like, we celebrate birthdays until we're like 77 here. So shame on yeah. you for not telling me. <laughs> like, <laughs> so happy birthday. Happiest of birthdays. I hope it was fantastic. I hope Patrick um, took care of the kids for you and you got to be lazy or something. Oh. Oh, oh. I'm, 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 I need to make myself. I don't know what my husband did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Give him alcohol. <laughs> I mean, you this yeah, Jillian shouldn't have given him alcohol. Oh, <laughs> We're all good now. Yeah, apparently that rum punch I made him. I don't know what he's doing out there, but <laughs> is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. He got it to turn off, so he did whatever needed to be done. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Do you have like an overly sensitive smoke alarm? I told you he was a lightweight. Um, Clearly. Yeah. Um, It's not like, it's sensitive, but not like that sensitive. Like he must have been doing something. Okay. (laughs) Like mine's super sensitive in, in my condo. Like it's like I have to, if I open, if I've been cooking anything in like olive oil in my stove. Yeah. That's the thing you put stuff in. The oven is on top, but the stove is... It's, no, the stove is on top. The oven is the thing. Damn you put it. In. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying, though. But, like, yes. if I cook with olive oil, like, and I don't, even if I have the vent on when I open up the oven, um, my smoke alarm still goes off. Oh, really? It's overly wow. sensitive. Like, I feel so bad for our neighbors because it's constantly, like, going off because we cook a lot. We like to, yeah. we like to make food. But I did get Amy um, an air fryer. For Christmas, so hopefully we won't have that issue anymore. Oh, yeah. I'm curious how that goes. Um, yeah, like, or how yeah. you like it? Well, <laughs> she was like, "Can we? Can I open it now?" And I was like, "Fine, I'm still gonna wrap the box." <laughs> so yeah, she's making chicken tonight, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, do Are- do we have any more international news that I'm missing, Brianna? I know I'm the one that usually brings it, but no, I mean, there's nothing that I like. I kind of briefly looked and didn't see anything so yeah i think we can move on to run quickly with us coined by brad estes yay (laughs) um run quickly with us so jillian get ready for it this is the part of the game show where we ask you questions quickly and you need to Uh answer them quickly so just like first thing that comes to mind okay um and i will go with the first question and the first question is what is your favorite thing to drink? Um, I like a dirty martini. All right. So I'll have the second question. What is your favorite brunch food? Uh, a burger with a fried egg. And and you have to throw in um, like really crispy hash browns. Ooh. Yum. Yeah, that sounds so good. I know. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I want that now. I regret that this question was asked. Sorry, I'm on brunch now. <laughs> um, okay, favorite type of music. Oh, sorry, my dogs are probably going to start barking. You're going to hear them because somebody just rang our doorbell. Uh, favorite type of music. So I am really weird, and I'm just going to tell you my favorite band is The Killers, which is like super oh, obscure, and nobody ever seems yes. to like them. Okay, no, who doesn't? Yeah. Um, well, because like, it's not like it's not like Mr. Brightside, which like is what everyone knows them for. Well, um, yeah. But like, I am like such a dork. Like, I will wait all day to get front of the line, like front of the like. Get, uh, front row like on the rail like I'm that kind of nerd like 
I love stalk. It. Yes. Yes. So like, but, <laughs> but everything else is more just like, I don't know. My husband doesn't like when I have control of the music because he's like, I get whiplash. Cause like it goes from like Taylor Swift to like a band magic giant to like Drake. I don't know why Drake is in there. Cause I don't actually listen to Drake that much. Um, but like, it's, like, it's just like so obscure, but like the one band I always listen to is the killers. I love, I love it. it. That sounds yeah. like me. I'm yeah. all over the place. So yeah. It's a little That's overwhelming awesome. for those who aren't, for those who don't have ADHD, it's overwhelming, but for those with oh, ADHD, it's so it normal. makes perfect sense. Yes. It's yeah. called musical chairs and yes. we listen to 45 seconds of a song and then yes. we go to the next one. Correct. Yes. All right. What is your favorite device for recording your videos? Oh, so I used to use a Canon camera, but I have just started doing TikToks and I've just been using my iPhone, which I... I understand the appeal of TikTok for that because it is so much easier. <laughs> I still have not made a TikTok. I should probably do that. Um, I am too old. Now. I am too old to be on TikTok. I have a new thing that's coming out on TikTok, and I'm way too old, but I don't care because I'm having so much fun doing it. Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm going to tell wait. you guys. So I I make a cocktail and I tell like a random sports story. So. This one, I the one I just filmed because I was just testing it to make sure I liked doing it. Is mm-hmm. I tell a story about there was a riot between Cleveland Indians fans and Texas Rangers fans, and actually the players. And I make a rum punch at my bar while doing it. <laughs> oh, and I have like Clever. a bunch of stories. Like the one I was just uh, editing was about the first black woman to win a medal in skiing at the Paralympics. And I was telling a story about a Brazilian soccer player who defied a dictatorship to become a part of the Brazilian national team. Like, and I just oh make, it's, they're like a minute long, obviously, cause it's TikTok, And I make a cocktail that's related to like them in some way, shape or form. I don't tell you what that is because that's TikTok, And I'm like, the caption is like, why did I make a rum punch for this one? Or like, why did I make this Brazilian drink for this one? Please or, you tell know, me you're this- doing one for Help uh, Solo at some point. Listen, I haven't gotten there yet, but she's on my list of ideas. Yes. I shit you not. I shit you not. Like, <laughs> I have so many ideas for you. Yes. Because like everyone knows the, like, oh, didn't she do something? And I'm like, well, what did she do? And I'm like, I yeah. will kill you in while I make you a drink. So uh. yeah. So I'm really excited about that because it's, I mean, I love the videos that I make for the NWSL and we'll still keep making them, but like this combines my passions. I love it. I love, I love being a bartender, which sounds so cheesy. I know, but like, I love it so much and I love like obscure sports stories. So. Okay. Uh, I cannot wait to see that. I'm excited. (laughs) Cool. Cool. Okay. So my last quickly question is going to be, and I just had it on the tip of my tongue and now I forgot what it was. Dang, this is why I need to write them down. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. We won't judge. Oh, what? Okay, so what is your favorite, um, like, sports event that you have been able to go to? Because I know you've been to a lot of them, from yeah. NASCAR to soccer to hockey to yeah. all sorts of things. What is your favorite, like, sports thing that you've done in that sense? So that's a really tough question. And I think it changes a little bit from, like, time to time. Um and like, there's a lot that I could pick from because I'm very, very privileged. But the one that I think comes up the most is I was at the Vegas Golden Knights inaugural home opener, which happened a week after the Las Vegas shooting. And oh, oh, wow. 
Yes. So like when I went there, like if you went to the welcome to Las Vegas sign, it was just like, they had therapy dogs there. Like it was very overwhelming and it was, yes, it was like, I, I I took a video of it and like, I'm crying in the video because it was just, I don't usually cry. And I think that's the only video that you ever see me crying in because it was so overwhelming just to like, this was the first major leagues, major sport that was in their, their city. And it just so happened to happen after this horrendous mass shooting. And you weren't sure if you were supposed to celebrate, if you were supposed to mourn. And they had this, I think it was, was it, I I'm totally forgetting how many seconds of silence it was, but it was like all like for how many people died in the shooting and they had like the first responders there and it was everyone uh, What also like made this moment even crazier was that everyone thought this team was going to suck. Like they thought they were going to be horrible and they ended up going to the Stanley cup final that year. And in that game, they like won it in a tremendous way. And it was just this weird way of like really how sports are so important in our culture and how they're so intertwined in our city. So like, they, it, it provided this moment for the city to heal in a way and like move forward. And it was just such this weird and beautiful thing. Wow. That's that amazing. sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like so emotional. And yeah. and I didn't wow. plan it. Like I had planned to go to this game before that had happened. So like when I went there, like that hotel was still blocked off. Like the, the scene was still there. Like people's beer cups were still on the ground from that. Like it was insane to be there. And like anybody you talked to obviously was still talking about it because we had never seen a mass shooting like that. And Mm -hmm. it's a uniquely American problem for many reasons because our country decides that this is okay, but that doesn't change the fact that the city is mourning. And it was, yeah, it was one of those things I'll probably never forget in my lifetime. Just like, oh, wow. Sure. Yeah. And like, just, it was just, it was cool too. Like it was cool to see these people moving forward with their lives and just like, you know, I love sports and I think they're just this crazy thing that people like, cause I, my background is in anthropology and in anthropology, I mean, you're probably seeing a change in that now, but when I studied it, like the idea of studying sport and culture was still kind of looked at in a bad way in anthropology in that field. It was kind of looked like, oh, sport's just this play thing. And I knew it wasn't. And now you're seeing it definitely with like the sports and like social activism that's happening. So it's definitely changing. But at Mm -hmm. that time it was looked at very like, oh, it's just like this fun thing. People don't really take yeah. it serious. And for me, it was like this moment where I'm like, holy crap, like this is so powerful in this city. Like, how can you not see the power of sports here? Correct. That is insane. Yeah. Incredible. Um, yeah. That's that's awesome. Um, well, that concludes Run Quickly with us, which leads into... I didn't mean to end it on, like, such a down note, but... <laughs> no, that's not down. No, that's totally fine. Like, that's amazing. This is... This, our last question that we ask, which is the one question that we ask everybody, um, is is a little bit more fun. Yeah. Um, so... And I've, and I've worded it to include everything, Brianna, kind of like I did last week, but I actually just wrote it okay. out. So... So... Awesome. Jillian... You're on a cross-country road trip, and you can have one audiobook or podcast that you listen to the entire time, and you also have three people that go with you. Now, these three people can be dead or alive, fictional or real. 
who are you taking and why and what podcast or audiobook are you taking? So I'm taking my mom as definitely one of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, three people. Whoa, this is a lot. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, and podcast or audiobook. Um, oh my goodness. This is overwhelming. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. I'm trying to decide which, which question I would like to answer first, like the podcast or audiobook or the two <laughs> other people. Is it, um, I'll probably, I'll take my husband because he keeps me sane. So I have my mom and my husband and then I would like to take, no, I'm going to go podcast or audiobook. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm going to, I changed my mind. Um, <laughs> I actually don't know. I'm very, this is like, cause now I'm down to the last ones where I have to make an actual decision. Like the first two people I'm like, Oh, I can pick whoever I want. Um, I'm, Oh, you know what? I'm going to take, this is probably not what you're expecting, but I'm take. I'm going to take my childhood best friend. Um, Aww. Yes. So I'll take, yes. I'll take that, uh, Dana. So I'll take Dana with me. Shout out Dana. Um, just because those are the people in my life that I know I can put up with for a very long period of time and we make each other laugh. So that's super important. Now, see, now my, this is where my anxiety kicks in because like, okay, I have to pick a podcast or book and I'm, I'm over here thinking like, well, what would these three people like? Um, (laughs) (laughs) They're going to like what you like. That's, that's part of the deal. They like what you're listening to. This is a very good point. Um, let's see. This question is fictional too. You're not actually going to be on a road trip. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Aware. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. This is what because I don't. I don't listen to a ton of podcasts, so I'm definitely going the audiobook route, which I know mm-hmm. I'm weird because I don't listen to a ton of podcasts. Um, I listen to very few, and I should probably listen to more, but that's okay. Because everybody like. I just learned that my boss has a podcast and I was like, really? Like, this is insane. It's actually very interesting though. I was, I watched one episode because he was talking about it very passionately. And I'm like, maybe I should watch this. Um, <laughs> hold on. Let me go. Give me one more second. I'm just, I'm just over here thinking. <laughs> Take your time. We can cut you know, out. Like- you know, what's going to sound, this is going to sound dumb, but I'm going, this was probably the first book that like really, no. I, this, I'm not going to say that one because I feel so stu- stupid saying that one. Um, <laughs> it's just A Brief History of Time by Stephen Hawking. I don't know why that one is standing out to me because like it's been in my mind and I don't know why that's the one standing out to me. Um, that's, probably because okay, you're so going to be in a, I mean, just the name alone would be like, okay, I'm spending yeah. a lot of time with these people. A Brief History of Time. Literal brain but it's, right it's a really I remember it being like a short book and it was just one of the first books that I read that I was like I, I don't know why it stuck with me it's one of those books that really stuck with me um um yeah you know what? I'll go with that one why not because right. I feel like, I, I feel like well, because it's sticking with me like it's the one that keeps popping up in my head so yeah we'll say a brief history of time with Stephen Hawking your brain's telling you something yeah I love it. it that's a very <laughs> overwhelming question oh my god I know sorry, sorry. I should start no, warning like people it. about this question yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe give that one ahead of time <laughs> I mean our next guest knows it's coming because he's already answered yeah. it but not the way that I'm asking it now but um yeah. how did you ask it before I asked Christy Holly before at a supporter group Zoom that we did. Um, okay, so he knows. 
he knows the question. He doesn't know that he's getting asked it again. And I wonder if his answer will have changed. Um, I do feel like that answer would change depending on the day, depending on like what's recently happened in your life. Oh yeah. My, my podcast and book have changed more than, than the people that I choose. Um, we're interesting. No, that makes a lot of sense though, because I feel like the people you choose, that's a little bit more. I have to actually talk to them. Yeah. Like that's, that stays the same. Like their personalities stay the same, but like you can change the book or podcast based on your mood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Personally. The other thing I was thinking of was, was getting curious by JVN. That was the other one I was thinking about because I feel like that's a very interesting uh, podcast. Yes. I love that. I love yeah. that podcast. Yeah. Brianna, but I'm like, I don't, what was that? No, no, no. Go ahead, Jillian. But I, 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 just, I don't listen to it. I don't listen to any podcast like super regularly. What I do is I go through spurts where I like mm-hmm. bulk listen to a bunch, which I know is, yeah. So I'm weird though. It's okay. There's only like yeah. one or two I listen to like, on a semi-regular basis. And that's because like, I know that someone I like is going to be on that with the guest. I'm like, or the host. I'm like, Oh, I want to listen to this. Uh, um, okay. What, what are the two that you listen to regularly? Um, laughter permitted with Julie Foudy. Oh yeah. Cause I, I like her format. I do like the format mm-hmm. she does. And then I have really enjoyed Kelly O'Hara's podcast. I've oh really? I've really because she, you know, she talks to other to it yet. other athletes. Um, and but it's you know because she's also an athlete. It's not like yeah. it's not like if I was interviewing one of these people. It's like you're talking to a peer and a friend. So it's it's more of a conversation than an interview. Um, which yeah, my favorite my favorite podcasts are conversationals, not like back and forth. I feel like all of our, all of our episodes have been pretty conversational, um, Mm -hmm. for the most part, or me just like asking really funny questions that lead to a conversation. Um, I don't know, but, and then I also listened to one, um, oh my gosh, I forgot the name of it and I'm going to look it up real hard on pull the Spotify up real quick so I can, cause that's where I listen to my podcasts. Um, and you can check out ours. Um, I, also listen to Pants with Kate and Leisha. Um, it is pretty funny. I recommend it because <laughs> it's yeah. it's a short one. Like each each episode's yeah. only like I think 26, 30. I think the longest one may have been like 45 minutes or something. Okay. And they talked with Tegan and Sarah. So like oh, that's so cool. Um, but it's Kate Moaning and Leisha Haley from the L word. And then their producer is Rachel Shelley, who was also on the original L word. So it's pretty, it's pretty fun. I like it so far. That's cool. Um, yeah, I need to check that out. But those, those are fun. Um, Brianna, I know we've never talked about this, but I want to know, we'll, we'll use this episode to do this. I want to ask you the signature question. <laughs> What's, yeah, have, what have... book or podcast are you listening to on your cross country road trip and what three people are going with you? Um, Yeah. So the three people going with me, I guess I should have known this would be coming eventually. Uh Um, My husband, um, because similar, similarly to Jillian, he kind of, he keeps me sane. Um, I have a lot of anxiety and I'm kind of just crazy. Um, (laughs) I mean, he agreed to do a podcast with me. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So my husband for sure. Um, Dolly Parton. Um, because I am obsessed with her. I love her. And I just feel like she'd be just a great person to talk to. And she seems like fun. And yeah, I just, I have Dolly Parton for sure. 
the, the third one is always the hardest. Um, because it feels so final in that moment. And then yeah. like, okay, wait, now I really have to decide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like I need someone like um, intellectual or something like, I don't know, to have deep, long conversations with someone like, um, I don't know. Like, actually, you're making, now I keep thinking Stephen Hawking because you were talking about Sorry, it. Sorry, my bad, yeah. <laughs> that would be an interesting conversation to have. I was say that. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to say Stephen Hawking. Can you imagine Stephen Hawking and Dolly Parton and my husband? Yeah, that's Oh, awesome. I would love that. That's amazing. <laughs> that's great. I like that. And then what podcast or book? Um, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, um, like way too many. I'm way too into try true crime stuff. And my husband does too. And the one podcast that I listen to regularly every week is truth and justice with Bob Ruff. So I'd probably do that one because like I, it's my like old reliable, like that one I can always go back to and I enjoy like almost every episode. Whereas, like, other ones, like Jillian said, like, I'll listen, like, binge them almost, yeah. like, mm-hmm. and listen to them in chunks. Uh, but that one I listen to very regularly. So, yeah, okay. I would probably do that one. Okay. I like that. I like these answers. Um, I'll go ahead and answer it so I don't get asked spur of the moment now that I've been able to think about it. Um, okay. The podcast book, that's the hardest thing for me because I'm going back and forth between, like, three different books actually zero podcasts um because I can I'm one of those people like if I really love something I can listen to it over and over again um like the wicked soundtrack I literally can sing every single part of every single song because I've listened to it so many times um I'm gonna okay it's one of two I'm either gonna do untamed by Glennon Doyle because that book has changed my life um and and Uh I know it's newer but like it changed my life and I love that I love her um and then or it's going to be the the war of art not to be confused with the art of war um (laughs) the war of art it's by Stephen Pressfield and it's all about coming overcoming like resistance and and like the creative process it's really cool if you're a creative type highly recommend it it's very hard they don't print it anymore it's very hard to find but I my copy is like dog-eared and I would love to be able to listen to it being read by Glennon Doyle obviously she would have to read it for me (laughs) um so that would be my book one of those would be I think I'm gonna go with Untamed it's just so good that's gonna be my book that I listen to nice um people going on this podcast on this podcast on this road trip with me uh probably Amy my uh my fiance she drives me crazy Mm-hmm. but she also keeps me sane. <laughs> That's what they're there for, to be yeah, honest with exactly. you. Yeah. Like, there's, like, <laughs> earlier she today we went to go wash our cars, and I looked the other way, and she was coming from the other way, and she was, like, waving, like, go to go in front of her, and a car came up while she was doing that and almost hit me, so I almost died today in a car wreck. <laughs> I didn't know, but, oh but she distracted me. She's, like, she's the best distractor, but also, like, I don't know. She's great. But Amy would be on the car with me. Um, I'm going to go with uh, 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 Hope Solo because yeah. I just think she has a lot of, of stories yeah. to tell and a lot of knowledge. And she'd also would tell me to shut up if I needed to shut up. <laughs> um, 
and I would. <laughs> and then I'm going to go with, uh, I think I'm going to be the first person with a fictional character that's done this, but I'm going to go with the Wicked Witch of the West. I'm going to go with Elphaba. Oh, that's a good one. With Elphaba, yeah. because she's got, you know, I think I think that the, the four of us in a car, I think Amy's going to hate it, but that's just her problem. She's going to have to <laughs> bring her along anyway. But she has to come anyway for, for my own sanity. But I think Hope Solo and Elphaba would have a lot in common. Oh my gosh, I love it. That's fantastic. <laughs> so yeah, that was, uh, that's who's going on my road trip. I like it. I love it. So yeah, I'm glad we actually got that out of the way because I don't want to do yeah. it when I haven't thought about it. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for uh, throwing me. Yeah. Hey, you're you're welcome. Um, but yeah. All right, so time to start wrapping up. Uh, does anybody have any final thoughts? Anything that we didn't cover? Angel City should have bought the Utah Royals. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, out there. just throwing it out there. Should have done something. Agreed. Should have been different, but it wasn't different, was it? Same old story, dear John. Sorry. Jillian, thank you so much for joining us. It was so fun talking to you. And I haven't actually gotten the chance to, like, really talk to you or get to know you or anything. Actually, before we go, I want to know your pugs' names because they are adorable. And I couldn't go the whole podcast without asking about them. It did bark during this. You might hear it at some point. Um, so the one is Oliver. That's the one that I named. And then the mm-hmm. one my husband named is Grafton. And it's named after Grafton, Massachusetts, because we had a pug, Mushu, who after nine years, I met Jonathan, and they became inseparable. Like, Aww. the best of friends. Like, he was devastated when he died because he had never had he'd never had a dog before so he didn't know the pain of losing your best friend like that yeah so it was was a rough time and so when we got what the first pug we got was he was like i'm naming him and it was grafton because then grafton massachusetts was the hospital that took care of our dog mushu Oh, yeah. that's so yeah. sweet. But ironically now, Graffy, like we call him Graffy. He's my pug. Like we we are inseparable. And Oliver <laughs> is his pug. Like they, they're best friends. Uh, so it's Graffy and Ollie, but it's Grafton and Oliver. Where did you come up with so, Oliver? Or is that just so, name you like? So when I, we got, so when we got Mushu, it was my brother and I, I was in, I think I was 14. I worked as a cart pusher at Acme, just a local grocery store. And, um, and when we, we decided we were going to wanted a pug and we, we, my parents didn't want it, but my brother and I fought like horribly. And this was the only thing we agreed on. So mm-hmm. they allowed us to get a pug and I wanted to name him Oliver. My brother wanted to name him Muhammad. And somehow we compromised on Mushu. So my entire life, I wanted a pug named Oliver. Uh, so I have a pug named Oliver, but he's like best friends with my husband now. But that's fine. I have Graffy. So that's so funny. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I didn't know their names, which is crazy. Yeah. I, They're oh, I little monsters, and I love them. <laughs> They're adorable. And like, I, I had it written down. I was like, I have to ask about yeah. the pugs. They're so cute. Yes. They are adorable. And that's why they get away with everything. <laughs> that's okay. Yes. All right. So uh, you can follow us on social media at Woso Wine Up. Um, Massey is at Sassy is Massey. Duh. <laughs> I am at Woso Bree. 
And Jillian is at Fisher Jillian on Twitter and Instagram, correct? Correct. Yes. Awesome. All right. Anything else you all want to add? Um, we'll see no. y'all <laughs> next time. Our next guest um, is going to be Coach Christy Holly. Yeah. Yay. I'm excited about that. Very excited. <laughs> um, and we are, you know, please send us any questions you have for him. Um, if we don't ask them, I'm sure we'll have him on again and you can ask them there. Uh, be sure to subscribe and download the podcast. And once we get to a certain number of subscribers, there will be a cool prize that will come out of the Massey Bowie uh, Woso trunk because there's literally a trunk full of stuff. <laughs> Jillian has seen some of it because I've yeah. won several jerseys and she's also yeah. seen the uh, the USA. I may not dress as Wonder Woman, but I dress as Aunt Sam because I'm not Uncle Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, there we go. Um, it. But it was super fun. So it's our Woso wind down. Um, everyone finish your, finish your drinks. And oh, mine's gone. Yeah, Done. mine's been gone. I've already I had a chocolate as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if y'all heard me unwrapping my wrapper, but I ate one of my uh, <laughs> my Bailey's chocolates. It's so delicious. Um, <laughs> but we will catch y'all next time. Bye. Bye.